just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up and let's go! Here we go! To the winners go the parades, and the Chiefs have had theirs on a Wednesday afternoon. It did not end well, however... As I sit and record this at 4.02 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on a Wednesday, uh, shots fired. Apparently, several people struck. No word yet on casualties, but mayhem at the end of the parade uh, with the Chiefs celebrating another championship. I've always thought, as we say hello and welcome and thank you for downloading, it is uh, Valentine's, well, it's day after Valentine's Day, February 15, 2024, I have always thought, man, I love parades. I love celebrations. That's a great tradition in sports. I never want to go away, but man, all those people in one place makes me nervous. In today's day and age, with the kind of mayhem that seemingly is happening more and more all over the place, makes me nervous. But the usual suspects were their usual hammered selves, and that is also now a new staple in tradition in American sports where your sporting heroes must get as obliterated as possible, and Travis Kelsey 
obliged. Isaiah Pacheco obliged. Several other Chiefs players obliged. And I'm not going to be the one to sit here and tut-tut them and say, you shouldn't drink so much because it's a bad example for the kids. I think the kids, they already know what time it is, so they're not learning much anymore from their athlete heroes. With a recap of Super Bowl 58, both from a gambling standpoint and a strategic standpoint, a pleasure to say hi once again to Mr. X. Mr. X, good afternoon, sir. How are you today? Great. Happy to be your Valentine today, Zay. <laughs> yes, Schmoopy. <laughs> We're getting this done before the evening festivities uh, commence. So okay. th- there's a lot of stuff yeah. that is now shaking out from this game, including some crucial mic'd up elements from NFL films. And I just sent you one that crossed just an hour ago that is pretty jaw-dropping. But I want to go through them one by one. And then we'll talk about the key overtime decisions made by both teams that ended up being the difference in the game. First and foremost, uh, the winning play call was apparently something called Tom and Jerry, which is kind of funny. You know, they name these plays after certain things. But if you want to try to repeat the play call, here you go. Hey, so I got church right bunch, F, shuttle, Tom and Jerry right, yellow. Orange, 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 let's go! 13 seconds to go in the overtime. Set. We're good, we're good! A touchdown wins the game. Set. Right side, touchdown! Kansas City! And that's the uh, Mitch Holtis call right there. You know, Mr. X, it dawned on me listening to the first part of this. Hey! Hey, so I got, got church right bunch, F. <laughs> you better be fluent in Mahomesy Mahomesies if you're gonna play for him, right? Because of his it's froggy. All right, everyone let's go now. Hey, so I got church right bunch, F shuttle, Tom and Jerry right yellow. Oh what what did you say there? That that play looked too easy, didn't it? Well, and it looked too familiar. Yes, it did. Which is an which is maybe another reason why Steve Wilkes was fired today during the parade. Yeah. By the Niners. <laughs> you know they waited until right now to try to bury it in the news cycle. And I know people are going to ask me, so I've got to play it. It's obligatory. The poor guy. Steve Wilkes happens to be black, and so I go to the Curb Your Enthusiasm soundbite with Larry David about this whole... Well, because I fired yeah, him. I that's why. Sorry. You fired him? He? You fired him? What, you what fired Steve you fired Wilkes? a black man? I fired the black man. So you couldn't stop Mahomes? Because even though he's nobody the guy stops set up Mahomes the whole system here and it doesn't work. And he's here like every and week. I'm honestly, giving him checks. Wanda, We've got five true. remotes. I can't We've turn had it on. So many problems. But I know, you know, black man it can never do anything wrong. Really, I need to get Wanda, fired from a, a job. Black people always do everything right. You gotta turn a damn satellite on for the TV to work. See the little green light? Just gotta turn it on. Or you can fire the black man, whatever works for you. Yeah. You got to pay attention to the play that the Eagles fell victim to last year and maybe be ready for it. You got to, as head coach Kyle Shanahan, be willing to use a timeout, which, because of the clock not mattering, are basically worthless timeouts. So use them all you want to catch your breath on defense. They badly needed it. Or just to reset, they go, okay, it's first and goal at the four. Let's get a bead on what they may do. They let the clock run, which to me was insane. So there's a lot of blame to go around. By the way, Nick Bosa said the Niners were not prepared for the read option play the Chiefs used on fourth and one in overtime on the game-winning drive. Kyle Shanahan also, according to reports, called a timeout earlier in OT because he didn't like a cover zero call that came in from Wilkes. Well, there's a lot. but um, So Bosa said they weren't ready for the read option, the one that he completely bid on and left a huge gap. I mean, is, how much is a they and how much is a me? I don't know that answer for sure. That's a good, that's a good question. Now, we don't know his responsibility 
on a play like that. He might have been playing what he was coached and told, well, if it's this, you have to respect the keep or you have to respect the pitch, and so you play it this way. We don't know that, but that's a fair point, Mr. X. Yeah, I mean, okay, players not plays, as they like to say in key moments. Your Bosa is fourth and one. You know, you maybe you have a defensive signal caller, but I know what I'm thinking right there. I, I mean, I'm watching that play going, you know, Mahomes is keeping it, Mahomes is keeping it. Um, oh, we weren't ready for it. Well, you know, let's yeah, because it was it was shotgun on fourth and just inside yep. a yard, and yep. Nance correctly said, you know, they're not a big tush push type of team. They don't do that. They don't have that play, and yep. so therefore, when they were in shotgun with the Super Bowl on the line, you, you had to believe if it's me, I'm going to give my best guy an option to throw yep. or pass. Yep. He's going to roll out if it's there, take the easy one. If not, take the pass. I mean, we all, we all that, you know, sure it was fourth down, but, you know, the play didn't lose the game, but it's weird to say that. I'll say this about the D.C. You know, a, a lost thing on the Niners, and I've followed them. I mean, I watched every football game this year. Okay, that don't make me a genius, but it means I watched the games. I know right. what typically happens. Right. I don't know necessarily this is covered against that, blah, blah, blah. I, it's, I'm not a coach. But I know what typically happens. I know how to use the clock. I know I know what I've seen happen in however many hundred games there were this year. And when you watch replay of them at a slower pace, kind of like when you know the end of the movie, you kind of notice the scenes a little closer, you know, because oh, you're yeah. not worried about the outcome. Well, but and, my- the, and that's the thing is that, you know, and you and I and anyone else who watches this league three-fifths full every Sunday, we're great at pattern recognition. We're great sure. because that's all we do. And the coaches in the league don't pattern recognize as well as we do on the couch because they're not watching the whole league every Sunday. They're in the league. They're preparing yeah. game plans. Well, I, okay, I two things here. The D.C. and what you just said. On what you said, I still, you know, I can remember when replay first started. And no, 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 I'm not going down that road. But when it first came in and there were certain coaches that kind of thought of it as a fad, like, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I got X's and O's to work on here. And then over time, it was like, you know, this shit impacts the game. We got to pay attention. So the point is there's kind of a, I don't know, let's call it a hierarchy of Bill Belichick dissecting game film, not wanting to be bothered with little minutia. And then there's like, okay, wait. How many hours a week do you spend preparing? Why don't you hire a freaking nerd like me or, or Kevin Sheehan <laughs> to help you with the little shit that matters in a game that no coach wants to sit and do? Now, I know they call it analytics, but I swear to God, these analytics are too busy running Xbox simulations as right. opposed to watching the league. Right. And that's not the same thing to say, well, 57% of the time this works. Yeah, okay, this is Lamar Jackson. Have you watched him? I mean, it's not all about data. That's part of it. And, for example, the first one, wait a minute, let me back up. The DC. I watched them all year. In week 10, oh, gosh, what's his name? I forget. The free safety got hurt. First 10 weeks of the season, Niners could play defense. After week 10, they kind of sucked. Okay, I can't put it all on losing your star safety. But it was a quite a coincidence. Jaquiski okay. Tart, are you talking about? No, 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 no. What's his name? Um, oh shoot! All right, I'll find. Um, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. But you're saying yeah, they're safety. Week ten. Okay, game. they were terrible since then. I, I, funny name. I can't think of it all of a sudden. Tayshawn Gibson. No. <laughs> all right, uh, George Odom, Jair Brown. Oh, Hafanga. Talona Hafanga, the guy who blocked the punt against the Packers, yes. Recovered the punt, didn't block it, recovered it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he went down, their secondary went down, and they they struggled through the playoffs. The Packers, Detroit, moved the ball at ease on them. But let me tell you something. As you said, victors write the rules. No, no. Three quarters. Victors don't write the rules. Uh, The winners write write the story. Winners write the story. Winners write the history books. History books, fine. Through three quarters. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs had nothing. They had nothing on offense. They had a two-minute drive to end the first half, and that was it, until the ball hits the heel of a guy on the punt, and they get the ball on a 12, 15-yard line and get a touchdown. We go into the fourth quarter. They didn't have a drive other than outside the two-minute drill. Okay, now 
I couldn't have been freaking happier with that defensive coordinator entering the fourth quarter of that game. Now, we all know that it's all about, you know, Mahomes and money time. It's just like Brady in his day. But, you know, the game plan is the game plan. Now, the last three drives, couldn't slow him down, couldn't get him off the field, couldn't get one good play to end the game. I, you know, and in the end of it, I mean, what you call it, clunch time, is kind of, you know, adjustments, they matter. But I'll tell you, the way their D has been for, since week 10, I couldn't have been more impressed with the way they were three and out in the Chiefs all day long until, you know, one punt hits a guy in the heel. I mean, otherwise, we're in the fourth quarter and the Chiefs well, got six points. And we're talking about Mahomes is in the fourth quarter with six points. Are we talking about a defensive coordinator at that point? Or are we saying, what's up? You know, he shut him down. Uh, it's now, very That's very true. The, I've always said that much like the scientific term nature abhors a vacuum. Sports radio abhors luck. We don't want to talk oh yeah. about luck. We don't want don't want to acknowledge luck because luck obliterates all of our narratives. It obliterates all of our well-constructed arguments about you should have done this, you shouldn't have done right. that. A ball came flying out of the sky like a chunk <laughs> of satellite and hit a poor guy on the ankle. Yep. That and was, uh, that was a was, yeah. yeah and sharp to try to get on it. Well, he was semi sharp. I he should have fallen on it. He tried to scoop it and then yeah. keep running. And I'm like, dude, come I on. Yeah. Bottom line is okay. Here's my my uh, my pitch for why you need a geek on on the payroll somewhere. I think a lot of teams do. Yeah, they don't have the right geeks. <laughs> oh, you want to you want to be that guy, huh? No, I don't got time for that. <laughs> actually, you but, do. But go actually, ahead. <laughs> I do. But, <laughs> no, that's but, one excuse we, you don't have. I don't have time for that. No, no. Check your calendar. Uh, You're kind of free. Well, I am watching every game anyhow. I, how about that? I'd rather just consult. I don't want to actually well, okay. travel unless the, you get me the Madden bus. <laughs> right. The va- the value of having somebody uh, a a kid, a low-level staffer that watches every game and the TV copy is to see what's going on around the league and then he can file a report every week and say, "All right, I've watched the condensed version of every game." And oh yeah. by the way, oh by the way, here's how many teams tried a version of the tush push. And this week there were X number of penalties called for false starts and or offsides, which is up significantly from week one as a percentage, which means, hello, the league is starting to crack down on it. That's a sort of important data point that a coach would probably want to know if they were going to try that themselves, right? Okay. And here's my take on You're noticing game. trends. You're observing well, the league. And there's a there's a ton of little things, gold nuggets, in noticing what is happening in the league. You bring that okay. back to your own coaching staff that might go, huh, interesting. Yeah. And the first thing to say is, ah, that's probably never going to come up here. So what, why do we have that guy? Well, okay. I mean, it, no, it, you <laughs> never know where you might find right. it. You might, you might see a variation in a play you run. That was done by another team that makes the light bulb go off. It all is predicated, though, on observing the rest of the league. And your point to the way coaches used to do it was to bury their head in their team, their game plan, their opponent that week, and march straight forward 16 weeks in a row to the end of the year. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on it, right. And then we're on to Jacksonville. Then we're and, on to Pittsburgh. Okay, let me ask you this. You've talked many times about this, about how coaches don't understand the value of a second-half timeout. Right. Now, the purpose of a timeout, especially in the second half, I would say has one real reason, right? Extend the game when you're trailing. When you need the game extended. You need more game. When you need more game, game, three, (laughs) three timeouts can buy you an extra two minutes of game. Which is a exactly. lot of game. Yep. So here's my point. In the in the playoff overtime format, you have a 180 degree reversal. Exactly. On the value right. of the timeout. They, it no longer has a damn thing to do with the game. No. It has it has this purpose. They're they're, they're useless except for well, one. No, well, not useless, but okay. they have very low value versus what they traditionally I, do. 
I think they have great value. They're oh, just in a what different regard? value. All right, what's the value then? Value one. Suddenly, it's about the play clocked. Don't hurry and snap the ball. If you're down to five, shut up and use your timeout. You don't need it for anything else. Why run a play you're not ready for? Oh, right. Why rush? That's value one. Value two, right. formation, rest, etc. I'm sure you've seen this, but the for example, on the Niners' overtime drive, they're moving the ball at will. They suddenly have McCaffrey. Between the little swing pass for 24 and about four carries, all at big chunks, he touched the ball on five out of six plays. They got second and two. What do you do during the season in that scenario? McCaffrey's on the sideline, five, five, six touches in a row. Mitchell comes in the game. Kittle was out for whatever he was doing. He had to get and his shoulder. He had to get his shoulder wrapped up. Yeah, and you know what I'm doing on second and two in an overtime? Use your timeout. Let your best player in the world rest during right. the timeout, right. not during Mitchell's run. <laughs> what else is the timeout for? You call. You say, "Hey, McCaffrey, no, that's a great. It. That's a great point. Time in other out. words." All the trivial things you and I go crazy over that coaches use precious normal second-half timeouts on, like to avoid a five-yard penalty or to think about a fourth-down decision, dumb as shit, they actually now become the things you should use them on because stopping the clock and gaining more game time no longer has any value yeah. because the game is infinite as long as you have your possession alive. Yeah. I screamed at that point when I saw Mitchell come in the game. I stood up and screamed, call your timeout. <laughs> and everybody's looking at me like, why? The clock doesn't matter. And I'm like, McCaffrey matters. <laughs> right. Get Let him rest. Get him in there, for God's sakes. Yeah. Just tore them up. And by the way, the other thing that happened on that play, and I swear this is like an old basketball ref rule. Okay. For the most part all day, the refs, as they say, let them play. Short of false starts and stupid things, there was no flags. Fine. Some people say, great. The refs let them play. Some say, didn't call the game. Whatever. But you know what happens uh, in basketball when, uh, you know, uh, the Shaq and somebody are battling it out all day under the boards? As soon as the sub comes in, he gets whistled for two quick ones. Because it's like, yeah, we haven't called anything. We're letting him play. But new guy, you get the foul, right? Immediately... The tight end that replaced Kittle, number nine, who I never heard of in my life, comes in and they call a hold. Kittle doesn't get called on that hold. Kittle doesn't get called on that hold. It's like a, yeah, let's let's hit the new guy. So on the play with Kittle and McCaffrey on the bench, second and two, about to punch it in. Why run the play? I'm getting Kittle wrapped. I'm, I'm and by the way, if McCaffrey, I'm saying, I can, how long do you need? <laughs> How long right, do you need? Right. And then uh, you Braden, Braden, Braden Willis is number nine, yeah. and I mentioned Jaquiski Tart, and he has not played in the league for two years. He last played in 2022, I believe. Uh, but he was the guy that dropped the belly ball interception on Stafford in the championship yeah. game in L.A. Uh, prior to the Rams going to the Super Bowl, and that would have sealed the game for the Niners. So yep. the Niners have had a lot of of heartbreak. Yeah, uh, I, I watched the mic'd up audio on the uh, crucial third and four that forced the Niners didn't force them, but it made them decide to go for the field goal instead of trying to go for it. And uh, they, uh, they knew the importance of the down. They were saying, watch protection, uh, watch the pressure, no sacks here. We can't take a sack, but you know, Spagnola drew up a great blitz, got a free runner in McDuffie. McDuffie's a sensational corner. Uh, did a great job on that blitz there to get a piece of the ball. But on that play, Kyle... Oh, the one in regulation. Yeah, the Two one in regulation, not yeah, overtime. The regulation okay. one, the third and four, uh, the one that uh, McDuffie batted the ball down on a blitz. Uh, you see the audio of Kyle, and he's like, Christian, Christian, you got him. Give it to him right there. So Kyle yeah. wanted Purdy to check down to oh, yeah. McCaffrey, who yeah. shook his yeah. man with there. such a sick in-out choice route move that the defender actually laughed and said, you could hear him, he said, man, that was a good move, bro, yeah. to McCaffrey. Yeah. So that brings well, us to overtime. You ready to well, digest this or yeah, anything well, let left? Let me ask you one more thing on this. So the point is, take the example of when you go to overtime. If I'm the geek on the sideline during that timeout, I'm coming up to Shanahan and I'm saying, remember 
You can use your timeouts now whenever you need them as opposed to normal. And you think, oh, gee, why hire me to remind him of various things like that? That's a waste. You got a guy who usually stands behind him to make sure they don't step on the field. Okay. Oh, yeah. That guy's not a, valuable either. A, the get back guy, as <laughs> the he's called. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I mean, that's right. It's not like they don't have little jobs, for crying out loud. You yeah. Know, I, I don't know. That, that one bothered me because it just completely, um, you know, it, it, the game changes. Yeah. And got to know that, you know, your instinct all year is he's been very good at that. He's not a second-half timeout waster, and he knows how to play two-for-one and shot clock better than anybody in the league, but he didn't know yeah. how to play overtime. Yeah. That sucked. So anyway, the whole thing about uh, overtime and now everyone's like, duh, of course you should have kicked the ball is such bullshit because uh, half of us had forgotten or didn't even know the new overtime rules. It was the first time they were used and we have not had any real life experience sort of uh, wargaming this new double touchy touch overtime format. So we're very, we're flying completely blind on experience, even though we get the logic of it, which we're going to go through, but it's now yep. being treated as like, well, of course you should have. The bigger question is, which team was more prepared? Which team knew? Kyle said they knew and talked about it. Several Niner players said, yeah, not so much. The Chiefs, though, knew, and it's now clear in the audio from NFL Films, I'm going to let you listen to it, and I'll tell you who's saying what here, but they were already going through all of this prior to the coin flip in overtime. Yeah. Which way you want to kick it? They call it. They call it, right? Yeah, they call the coin flip. See, Mahomes even knew. Reed was like, well, they're going to flip a coin. Mahomes <laughs> knew that they actually got to call the flip, which is an extra level of you know, super brain on a great player, right? That he knew they were going to call it. Not that it really matters, right? It's yeah, a random no. thing, but yeah. It's their coin flip, right? Which way do you want to kick it? We want the ball, Fred. That's Shanahan right there saying to Fred Warner, we yep. want the ball. So, so Mahomes is already like, look, which way do we want to kick it? They yeah. knew. Because well, he knew if they had a choice, they were deferring. But yes. if the uh, Sam Fran pick, then right. the only thing that matters is which way do we want to kick it. Sure. Right, right. So they, they already knew. It was already baked in the cake. Okay, so Kyle's like, we want it. San Francisco, you are still the visitors. What is your call? Tails again. He oh, called tails again. Bill Vinovich. It is tails. What do we see? You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? We're going to kick that way. San Francisco, we received first and overtime. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. <laughs> They wanted it. <laughs> hey, they wanted it. Mahomes. They wanted it, baby. We want them to have the ball. Kelsey. They wanted it. They can have it. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's use check for the Niners. Listen up to this. Even if we yeah. score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I don't care. And here's why. Why? You know, okay. Back hold, to on, the, hold on, hold okay. no, on. Shouldn't use check have known that? You know what? When I send my cap, oh, I'm, I'm a Belichick believer. Everyone has a job to do. You don't need to know the other guy's job. You need to know your own job. Now, when I send you out onto the field and say, uh, if we win, we're deferring, I don't want you to go, gee, coach, I was thinking about it. Why is that? Shut up and do your job. I mean, they don't okay. have to go over it. The All coaching right. staff that makes okay. the decision needs right. to know. Fair the enough. player doesn't Fair need enough. to know. Hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get to kick you guys. I didn't know that. If we won the toss, we were going to kick off, too. We got what we wanted. Jay, you said something about Patrick Mahomes no. running off the field. Here, here is the uh, panel on Inside the NFL. He was shocked. I was shocked. I think Jay everyone Cutler. was shocked. It was like, you're going to give Patrick the Holmes ball second and gave him four downs? I know someone's getting fired. That's the thing you say. Somebody's getting fired. Well, Steve Wilkes got fired today. I know, I know yeah. Shanahan's getting all the, the blame on yeah. this, but there's a lot of people in those headsets, a lot of people in those boxes that should have said something. Absolutely. But, I don't know. I sound like a broken record, but this is exactly what the Chiefs wanted. You know, they wanted to be in this game. They wanted Patrick Mahomes at the end, and they got exactly – they got their storybook ending. Oh, I get four downs? Yeah. It's like perfect. Oh, I do a lot with three downs. Yeah. Yeah. Give me four. Let's see what happens. All right. So that's yep. all fine and well. However – 
if they stop him on fourth and one, we're not having this discussion. Well, I, I guess I feel like the right decision is always the right decision, regardless of the outcome. The, the toss doesn't win the game, or the choice doesn't win the game, but it certainly tilts the scale. Well, and um, apparently the, the numbers people odds did out at 51-49 edge, a slight horse hockey. I'll never really? believe that. I have argued that all week with X2 because once he heard Shanahan's explanation, he bought it, and I do not. Do you remember Shanahan? <laughs> Shanahan said out he wanted the third possession because that, right. like, that was yeah. assuming a matchy match of either punt-punt, field goal-field goal, or touchdown-touchdown. Touchdown, now we're in control. The third okay. possession is now fatal. But yeah. they didn't account for the Chiefs saying they were going to go for two anyway. If you. they scored a matching touchdown. Now, that could have been a poker player's bluff. We don't know. They probably would have the way they had been moving the ball. But it comes down to this. Okay, great. I see the point, and I, and I, I had this always. I see the value in going third. If you're going to tie, isn't it great? You know, go back to the Mahomes-Allen game. I think, I think whoever went third and that might have won because nobody was going to stop anybody. I get that. That's not what we're looking at. I will say uh, nothing matters except this. I want four downs, not three downs, period. That's a hell of a difference to go 10 yards and four downs. If the Eagles ever got in this scenario, we'd see 12 straight tush pushes. Because <laughs> they could <laughs> get 10 they, every They would tush push their way right down the field. They'd get 10 every four. <laughs> they'd get 10 every Somebody's four. Somebody's leg would break. Well, they do it until they, they – I mean, the, the point is, do the math. Four downs to get 10 yards is easier than your offense has been all year. And when you know what you need – there's a reason every NCAA team defers and goes second because they each get a turn. Sure. The guy going first goes after three. Hmm, do I kick a field goal or do I go for it? There, the guy going second knows what the hell he needs. Yes. It's, also, it's also the reason why they don't have the dealer – in blackjack in Vegas, play their hand yeah. first. <laughs> if yeah. only the game was that yeah. way. Shit, we can all make some money. Oh, you hey, have you have, card that you got face Oh, down? you have nineteen. <laughs> well, I have seventeen. I better hit. <laughs> it's exactly right. Same thing. I want I want four downs to go ten yards. I, I want that. I don't want three in a decision. Yeah. And you know that's the way it works. So uh, that to me just trumps all the other data. And there's no way that you can tell me. Four downs gives you 51%, and three downs gives you 49 I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't uh, buy it. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. 
Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. There, there's some other tweets that have come out that are, they sound good, they're not entirely true. One is, every time Brock Purdy walked off the field last night, the Niners had the lead. That's how hard it is to beat Patrick Mahomes. You better make sure he's dead. Well, the game was tied early, and it was also tied in overtime. So that's technically not true, but for the most part, it is kind of true in that they led the whole game except for the end. Then there's the one about the Chiefs' O-line in that they had no offensive holding calls in three Super Bowls. I have not researched that. Somebody in the comments to that tweet said, mentioned a name saying, no, no, this person did get a hold in one of their three Super Bowls, so I'd have to check that. There was only one offensive line holding call in the game. That was on Trent Williams, and the overall penalties were actually in favor of the Niners, if you want to count that. They do let them play, though, for sure, for sure, and so you better adjust your style accordingly on that. It had to be at least two because that tight end got one. Oh, you're saying only the O-line, the tight end got that key hold when he was replacing Kittle. Okay. All right. So yeah. then would, that so would have been least, two there. I mean, there were some really egregious ones. Yeah. There were some egregious ones. Also, pretty amazing, too, that the Chiefs were able to pull that off with their uh, guard, Nick Allegretti, who uh, blew out his UCL. Yeah. Unbelievable. Guy, guy blew out his ulnar collateral ligament. Tommy John surgery for an offensive lineman. He finished the game. Ouch. Well, yeah, and how about the linebacker for San Fran coming off the field from the sideline? and Oh, and, yeah, Trey Greenwell. That was brutal. Yeah. Kelsey didn't have anything until he went out, yeah. so that uh, mattered. Another number for you is 54. 54. 54, the number of total seconds Taylor Swift appeared no. On air during the telecast. Out of a nearly four-hour telecast, (laughs) 54 seconds. She was not at the parade because she has a concert in Australia now. It's a 19-hour flight with a 17-hour time difference. And according to Andrew Siciliano, who I guess is a aviation nerd, he said because of that, they would have to refuel midair in order to make it. And she's not flying over on a F-16. So, sorry. I think I'm the happening. only one that has the Taylor Swift opinion that I have. Which is? I could care less how many seconds she's on. As long as I'm not missing a play, why do I care? How many times do we see no, a no. young quarterback's parents? And that nobody no, no, can, no. I mean, no, you, yeah, not, a lot, I, could, a I lot care of, if they show her or don't show her. It a, means nothing to a me. Lot, a lot of people have that same opinion. Okay. 
right. And 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 I didn't mind any of the extra fluff yeah. afterwards, including this piece of audio, which will no doubt send every Swifty into orbit uh, in in lovebird delight of her hugging Travis after the game. Take a listen. Thank you for oh, coming, baby. I can't believe that. Thank I you. Can't believe you. I can't Thank you for the support. You. How did you Thank do you for that? coming. <laughs> Thank you for making it across that way across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh my god. The absolute best. Was it electric? It was unbelievable. So there you go. That's hardcore. That that is hardcore porn for Swifties. They'll be listening to that on loop for a long time. Well, I made the comment on. I think it was after that. It's like they made a big deal about that, and to me, it's like. Every player on that field has family or significance that and are supporting them. Get over it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I kind of wish they showed Father. McCaffrey's fiance, Olivia Culpo. Do you know who she is? Do not. You might want to Google her if you get a chance. Okay. Well, as long as the only problem is, you know, I don't care about who they show. I mean, you, you get a little tired of it. Unless it's like, wasn't Musburger that was Googling over the quarterback's girlfriend at Bama? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Catherine Webb. Yeah. Other Jeez. than that, it doesn't really matter. He kind of blew that one. <laughs> now, the one bit of audio that was not played in enti- its entirety, I've not seen how they kind of like ducked it out, but it was of Kelsey bumping into Reed and screaming at him saying, don't, oh, don't, don't take me out of the game. So why hey. can't why why are they not playing that? Was it too vulgar? Do they feel like it would cast them in a bad light? I mean, look, this is why oh, yeah. we mic the players up for moments oh, yeah. just like this. What did he call Andy Reid? Oh yeah. And by the way, if um the Niners don't get that game tying field goal or somebody makes an extra point and it doesn't whatever, I think the biggest story in that game is that play and the Chiefs can't do anything right and what's going on here. And then you win and it's like, oh, they're all just competitors. Come on. Yeah, Come I on. just want to win. You know, Reed, Reed played it down. Kelsey played Kelsey. it down. But then yeah. you have to ask the question, so can anyone do that? No, not no. according to A.J. Brown. <laughs> yeah, right, A.J. Brown said definitely not, but yeah. He said so, I'd be out of the league if I did that. And that's so. a bit of an exaggeration, but yeah, I, I mean, Kelsey got a huge pass. There's no question about it. No he question. got a huge pass, and the winners write the history books, and all these little things that yeah. would have been brought up get swept under got, the rug when you win. Yeah. I got one one more tidbit for you. I don't know if this has been talked about. I'm sure it has. I just haven't been listening. But when I watch, I don't know, I'm hours after the game, watching SportsCenter and everything else, and the play, the the last play the Niners ran right after that hole, when they are third and three on the eight-yard line, and they're coming off of a um, timeout. And they come out here, and if you watch that play over, they they did the little play fake to McCaffrey and then oh he didn't have enough time to hit Jennings who had just broken open and they kicked the field goal that essentially is the game because they needed the touchdown. Well, if you watch that play over, the right guard pulls with McCaffrey going right to left. Yeah. While the right tackle comes out on uh, a linebacker, and they open the largest hole you will ever see for an obscure guy named. Uh, Jones, <laughs> to just have the biggest open path to a quarterback I've ever seen. Right. It looked like one of those August ones where in training camp, if the quarterback's being a jerk, the O-line's like, I'm going to let you through on this one. <laughs> they couldn't have let him through. I mean, he didn't just have a clear path. It was like you watch it over, and it's like guard pulls, tackle goes out. Hey, you know, the Jones guy's kind of good. <laughs> Maybe we want to slow him down. But if you watch that play over, and we all know, we all know on that play, blitz is coming. Where's it coming from? Where's it coming from? They like to hide it. But when you watch it over, there was like every single chief was on the uh, Niners' right hand side of the field. Everyone. Because yeah. usually people like to freeze screens and say, look, this guy's. A, and they don't know who's rotating. The left side of the field had Debo and Ayuk, two defenders, no one else on that whole half of the field. Right. And when you watch the play, you know it's good. Immediately off the snap, a Ukes guy falls down. And he's running in the end zone, waving his arms. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You had yeah. just not given Chris Jones the 
biggest path to the QB well, ever. Ayuk's running through the end zone, waving his arms, his man's on the ground. It was a brutal thing to watch. Well, uh, the Niners' Jonathan Feliciano apologized to teammate Spencer Burford yes. because he tweeted about a simple chip block would have gotten it done on that play. Burford, the next morning, tweets, sheesh, I open up my app to this. Get yeah. well soon, bro. Feliciano yeah. said, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a bitch. In trying to have That's one's so back, I hurt you. It's effed up, and I apologize. You got nothing but greatness ahead of you. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, so, that was a mess. It wasn't a missed block. It was, you know what happened? I was thinking that when you did the Mahomes audio, it's like, if we heard Purdy, maybe he was mumbling like Mahomes and nobody could understand what he said because they just both went different directions and left the best player on the field a clear path. It's like biggest play of the day, best player on the field, has no one within yards of him. And you're like, yeah. maybe that's why the DC well, got fired. Yeah, well, once again, what do we say earlier? Nature abhors a vacuum and sports radio and podcasts abhor the notion of luck. We abhor the notion of luck and randomness because – how can we look smart? Like, hey, man, I know ball. We should have done this. You should have done that. Shit happens, man. That's yep. that's why we love the game so much. That's why we love sports. Yep. It's chaos. So. Well, here's my tidbit for you. Probably midnight the night before, X3, who's not a gambler, but thinks he is. He comes in to me and says, what do you think of this prop? And I mean, he is the classic new wave sucker. <laughs> He comes in and he always asks me and I tell him and then he ignores me. You know, <laughs> he still he hasn't learned a thing. He comes in on Saturday night and he says, hey, dad, I, I found this prop. It's uh, 44 to 1 or something like that. And he says, I'm going to take this. It says, a non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass. <laughs> and I said, I don't care what the odds are. You'll lose your freaking money. Don't bother. Well, luckily he ignored me, and he's he's so he he's hit that prop uh, prop bet of Tawan Jennings. Yeah, he's an hour away, and I get the text in the game like, "Thank God I didn't listen to you." You know that, that twenty five bucks just became nine hundred and something something, and I'm like, and now he will never. Oh, he's hooked. To me again. Yeah, well, he's never. he's hooked yeah. on gambling for life after that. Yeah. Oh so. man, and my uh, X two, who's pretty good at this, the one he hit me with was. Um, 20 to one on McCaffrey to lead the game in receiving yards. And I said, that's a great value, but he's not going to do it. Well, he played that one and he was until the last two plays of the game. When Kelsey caught the, a ball, he had it, but then Kelsey uh, passed him on the last, the last catch. Yeah. So that, so I didn't know shit. Obviously I got everything wrong. I, I couldn't have got anything right. This, this playoff season. I mean, I was Oh, and four on chief games. That's the, you know, yeah. what do you, that's well, the story. And I was 0 3 on Niner games. How were, uh, yeah, there you go. Bad matchup for you. So, how, yeah. how, uh, how'd you, how did our prop bets do that we released here on the pod last week? Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> do you remember? I did not write them down. I'm very yeah, sorry to say I that. I did, and I, I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Well, well, I just, think I went 3 and 2, <sighs> what I did on the air. Somebody's going to call you up and say, no, it was 2 and 2 or 3. And I don't. I but think let's, it was let's suffice to say it was not remarkable enough to brag about. And was not disastrous enough that I've already had 12 emails. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. I know the first one I gave you that you did not like. I said McCaffrey over 18 and a half carries, and he had 20-something plus. He, he that did. That was the winner. He, yeah. he, got, he got there. Took took I, overtime. but you know, yeah, I took Debo to have a big play, which he did not, so I lost that one. But I think I went 3-2 and two overall, and I'll be honest, I don't have it in front of me. Part of the reason... Debo had such a tough night was that they put McDuffie on him. McDuffie is outstanding. Uh, uh, MVS said, man, 22 is the best corner in the league, period, amen. Uh, and even, yep. I believe, uh, someone else uh, said that as well, saying he's yeah. a really good player. And oh, then, he's awesome. But yeah. he also didn't look right. I mean, you know, a guy who uh, – it's like him and – Well, no, he wasn't right. He wasn't right. He left limping, it. Yeah, he, yeah, if you're limping and you're lightning fast, that's not a good combo. Yeah. So – uh, the funny thing is, the total on the game was 47 and a half at most yep. books. And 25 plus 22, carry the ones. Why, my God, that's 47. Really, really close. And the spread was the Niners minus two. And they were due to win by three if that fourth and one holds. So that was very close. The prop bet of Purdy rushing yards was 13 over under, 
and it was over until he took a knee at the end of regulation. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. push it under. He had twelve. He had twelve, and oh, I had twelve and a half. Yep, yeah. that was a tough one. Yeah, and it, that that that's the kind of thing that makes you scream. How are the books <laughs> so good? And the answer is they they are good, but a lot of times that they too just nail it right on the number. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else from the game? Here's a question for you from uh, JD Dog. Zay, maybe you can ask Mr. X about this. I loved your Super Bowl reaction and recap shows this week. Dumb question, but what was the deal with all the extra referees on yeah. Sunday night in their black jackets? Was that new? Did I miss something? You, It's not new, and they are there as support. They're also fellow crew chiefs because they've got nothing else going on. There's only one guy that has to run the game, and the NFL's uh, opinion is – we want as many cooks in the kitchen as possible without it becoming chaos. So they let three or four extra guys be on the sideline. Now, is this a smart thing or not? I would. I'd have to talk to a referee to know. Uh, I would direct people to the website uh, footballzebras.com, and they would probably probably have an article up about that right now. But they basically let the other crew chiefs come by and be helpers for the big game. I would say this, and I don't know the answer, but I'm going to answer it this way. First of all, there is always a guy there with the ref and the coach. And there's there's always an alternate. On, so you don't see that he's an alternate ref because he covers every game? up stripe. Oh, yeah. For every. Yeah, they're always there. Okay, oh, but yeah. they're, not, they're not always crew chiefs because the well, league no, only has, I think, one or two extra crew chiefs who are not working a given Sunday. So it's a, a position ref. That right, is the I'm, alternate. Because yeah. you're right. Because one guy may get wiped out on a tackle on the sideline. You need an extra ref. Yeah. Well, what they end up doing, I, I feel like that guy's job all season is when they make the call, they do this, they do that. Instead of slowing down the game, he's the one sitting there explaining to the coach so the refs can move on with the game. And you see them talking to the coach, and the coach saying, well, wait, why did he do that? How come that's applied after the play is over? Well, that's the rule. It's a dead ball foul. Oh, okay, fine, 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 fine. And those two will be having a discussion while the game's going on. The difference in the Super Bowl, in my opinion, because usually you don't notice that guy because he wears the black thing over his stripes. And you you have the difference in the Super Bowl is this is the all-star cast. So right. it's crew chiefs doing this instead of a guy who's not good enough to make the start in 16 referee crews. Right. So yeah. you notice them more, and I think that's what everybody was noticing. Like, hey, look, I recognize that guy because, you know, we all know who the crew chiefs. You don't know what the line judge looks like. Yeah. You uh, know what the crew chiefs look like. Right. And then one more thing. This was uh-huh. from an emailer to me earlier in the week saying this podcast sucks. And I said, <laughs> okay, okay, well, could you tell me what you would like me to talk about? Uh, his name is John Aperi. I got a lot of people emailing me saying, F that guy. And I said, thank you for your support. But I, I was persistent with John saying, okay, well, what do you want me to talk about? And he gave me a reply that was noncommittal. And I said, you didn't tell me one thing you would like me to talk about. His first, his first line was, I'm guessing you're still discussing the Super Bowl, but that's old news already. We all watched it, so you can probably stop talking about that. See, this is why John Aperi does not run the content of the podcast. We just had a great 45 minutes on all the extra stuff now that is coming out in the wake of the game. So, no, there's always going to be more meat on the bone as the week progresses. But he did ask this. He said, I recently read some horror stories about sports books not paying winning tickets because they claim the listed odds were incorrect. Can you discuss how much power these books have over our money with no governing body overseeing them? Sure, I can handle that one. But first, let me just say that if I need someone to tell me that everything we're doing is wrong and not give me anything that's right. There's a term for that. Yeah. Right. What yeah, is spouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need another one of those. I can get that at home for free. for free. <laughs> well, it's not free. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> well, I get, right. I get that at home anytime I want. <laughs> okay. But back to the question. Okay. You know what? As long as you are 
gambling in the United States. The book, this is the, this comes up so often. The books are regulated. The books don't have a, huh, we hadn't thought of that one. How do we rule on it? Everything has a written rule. You know, when the game was canceled, when the game was shortened, when it was played on this day, they're not winging this along the way. There's a rule that you can look up in the fine print that covers freaking everything. Now, to think that they're just out there, like, making shit up. Now, you start doing the old days and playing, quote, on the islands. Now you got a little different game. <laughs> now, you, now you have some shady things. Okay, well, but hold on a second. That. Hold on a okay. second. There have been some cases of books that momentarily put out a wildly incorrect Correct. line. And That's they right. will rake that back, and they Correct. will refund the bet saying... This was a technical error, but that's that before the game even goes off that they yeah, hopefully, well, okay. Hopefully also a number of books. Well, first of all, every book has some leeway on some decisions, but in favor of the gamblers, most books, as long as they're not terribly exposed, will pay out anyway in favor of the, of the better because it's great publicity for them. It's like a free meal for them at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a restaurant. It has become a marketing thing. It's become a marketing tool, right. Yes. Right. And, and so, for example, on the, uh, on the prop bets about the length of Reba McIntyre's anthem, she hit the number right about on it, yet there was an argument of her, well, when did the song end? When she hit Brave? The song, you know, or the word "brave," or when, or when her last breath came out, or I think she repeated "brave" twice. She so, did. yeah. So they're like, "What do we pay out?" And I saw most sports books paid both the over and the under. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for that that I got to tell you too. But yeah, I expected her to say "Home of the Brave," and I got to go four more seconds <laughs> <laughs> to hit the over. It's a number. But uh, okay, yeah. there's two things here. There is first part is <clears throat> and i'm guessing here the the rule says something like in case of obvious error now the example is when you put up <clears throat> uh a line at you know plus 300 and you go oh crap it should have been plus 600 nobody cares but when they put 3000 instead of 30 because some intern had the wrong number of zeros they're not going to honor that I've yeah. been down that road over the years. Sure. So they're not sitting there trying to go, oh, the line was six and we meant eight. No. When they put like a couple extra zeros on a play, that's a, that's what they put in the category of, quote, obvious error. Because nobody can say, oh, well, I, I thought that's what it, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, you got to have that in there for obvious typos. Right. That's not the same thing as what we're talking about most of the time. Everything else is covered specifically. That falls in the category of obvious errors. But on the um, prop, I have this argument with X2 a lot, and this ties into your Jimmy the Greek thing last week. I always say, you know, when you start talking about coin flips and national anthems and everything, there's and they pay out both sides. I always tell them, and you see a prop, with like, oh my gosh, this one's a bad prop. I think we have a real advantage here. You actually can. You actually can find an advantage. But they all have such low limits, they don't give a shit. Right, like what is the typical limit on a lot of these exotic props? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A thousand? Oh gosh, if that. 500. Probably, maybe, yeah, Yeah, probably. Right. And I always tell him, in the old days, I said, well, he's like, well, a win's a win, blah, 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 blah. And I always say, you know, there's a reason nobody is in a line at a Vegas casino with a big bag of money saying, give me Kelsey over six. I mean, they, they just don't do that. Yeah. The props are so fluky that they're novelty bets, as they call them. And you can pay out both sides. Nobody's, I mean, I know you hear the stories of the, you know, guy what bets 200000 on the coin toss. Okay, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it takes approval offline. That's nothing you stand. Nobody sits there betting you know your your conglomerates with betting lots of money aren't putting them on yeah. 
You know, I think he's going to have over four and a half catch. That doesn't happen or the national anthem or whatever. So, you know, we were talking last week and I got an email when you're talking about Jimmy the Greek and I luckily guessed the 5,000 because I said back in the day, that was the limit. What they used to, I got an email saying, explain that. Sorry if I digress a second here. What used to happen in the day was you bet 5,000 on a game and then they give a a minute or two for it to be uploaded and transferred to the higher authorities. And then the line either stays the same or moves and you can bet it again, but you can't bet more than that without giving them the opportunity to change their line. So the skill used to be the big boys would have like four or five guys trying to get to a window at the exact same time. So that oh. way they make it all at the same time. And their job was to all place it at the same time before the house had a chance to, to adjust a number. Right. So, but they're not doing that betting on, you know, how many yards Brock Purdy has yeah. before the needle down. They're well, just not doing that. As my, as my guy, the felt father, Ken Smith told me though, those games are called carnival games. Like at a blackjack table where they have the extra, hey, if you get lucky diamonds or, you know, queen of hearts, uh, it pays five to one. He calls those the carnival games. So those are those are those are wildly in favor of the house. Oh, by the way, attracting all the youngsters and, you know, kids love Uh, two other things real quick on prop bets. So the uh, streaker who didn't take his pants off, therefore, I don't think he was a streaker. Uh, That's called a drunk. Right. (laughs) There was apparently a prop bet of would an unauthorized person make it onto the field during the game. And there's a guy who claimed on TikTok that he was the guy and that he bet 20 grand on it and it cost him 10 grand to get out of jail and legal costs, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. So he's still up 10 grand. I don't believe that's the real guy. But what would the book do if they found out that somebody who bet a huge amount on the prop or as much as he could and then committed the act anyway just to win the system? Would they try to deny that bet? I don't see why. They, you got to always remember, everybody who thinks, oh, they graded it this way and it cost me, they're collecting the other side, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're collecting the nose, right? They're collecting all the nose. <laughs> you're not the only – if it was offered, you're not the only player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good good point. And then the other one uh, that was on the prop bets uh, that was of note, uh, let's see, there was that. Oh, the Gatorade. Apparently, there's a, a, a rumor that uh, the Chiefs knew about what Gatorade color they were using. Oh, yes. And the only color they were using, and therefore that was inside information that could have been wagered on if you took the prop bet of them winning. Yeah, well, if perhaps the league was involved with gambling and allowed and it was, oh, wait, and maybe advertised it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zay, uh, Warren Sharp put out um, – it was a hard-to-find prop, but yeah, these things, this is what I'm saying about, like, hey, somebody knew. Yeah, but they had maxes, and they don't care who got it right because plenty of guys got it wrong on Gatorade. You know, it's not like they could walk up to the window and bet ten grand on Gatorade. Warren Sharp put out the number of jets in the flyover oh. over four and a half. He said, rumor says it's going to be six. Well, guess what? It was six. No shit. Somebody <laughs> knew. But you know what? Oh. Thought, Aha, I knew, and I won 100 bucks. Okay, good for you. The book didn't lose because there were morons going, wait, four and a half. Aren't there usually four in a flyover? I mean, you know, oh, somebody knew something, but you know, it's the way it works. All right. Uh, let's, let's wrap on this. There is a college basketball game that is hilarious tonight. Uh, 0-26. Who is it? I think they're only on 22, isn't it? Detroit Mercy. I, I might have that wrong. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, I'll give it for you right here. Somebody tweeted, if you bet on this game, you should just call that hotline right now. Detroit Mercy, 0-26, is okay. actually favored tonight at home against 6-20 and IUPUI. It yeah. put this game puts the PU in IUPUI at Detroit Mercy. <laughs> you gotta bet an Owen 2016 minus five and a half. I'm going to mybookie.com tonight to get something on the game because why the hell not? You can always say and get the t-shirt. I bet a team as Owen 26 and laid points and lived to tell about it. Zabe, if I tell you the truth on this, you're just not going to believe me, so I don't know if I should bother. Come on, give me the truth. Okay. 
You already bet and, the game. Uh, well, we've already discussed that game in my house. <laughs> <laughs> at breakfast this morning. And? X3, who's the only one that lives at home. You know, one and two are, have moved out and four's in college. X3 says to me, hey, I don't know what IUPUI is. And he starts and he, and he starts to tell me, he says the line, and he tells me everything you said. And, and I said, wait, where's the game? <laughs> it's a, and he said, Dad, they're 0-26. Why does this matter? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, there's two things here. Number one, do you think Vegas doesn't know they're 0-26? <laughs> I mean, they know. Right. And then he said, so, so the thing to do is lay the five and a half, right? Yeah. And I said, no, the thing to do is go, this is probably not where my money goes. Just don't fall for the take yeah. the, yeah. don't go against the 0-26. No, team. bet on it to be a legend. That's what I say. Yep, there you go. All right. But, As always, yep. Mr. X, pleasure. Uh, we'll get ready for baseball season soon here. Uh, pitchers Sounds and good. catchers. Uh, call me MrX.com, the website. Thank you, buddy. Okay. See you. All right. See you. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.